Hello, my dearest listener of the Yours Truly podcast. Thank you for being here. If you didn't already see in the title of this episode, we're here recording episode 100 of the Yours Truly podcast. I always say we are here recording. I don't know why I say that. Literally, the we is me. There is no one else. Here I am sitting alone behind the mic on episode 100 as I have been minus guests, of course, here and there, but for 100 episodes so far. So again, a big thank you to you for making it to 100 with me. Maybe this is your first time here, in which case, thanks for being here for our 100th celebration, or if you're a longtime listener especially, thank you for hanging in there, listening to all of my cringe jokes, and just watching the show grow and make it all the way to where we are today. So considering I barely even knew what a podcast was, no joke, honestly didn't know hardly anything about podcasting when I first started this show over two years ago. It's been about two years and maybe two months at this point. But, you know, I'm honestly still kind of confused a lot of the time about the technical stuff and how we upload and how we get the best sound and all of that. But considering that we started knowing next to nothing, it's really a wonder that we made it all the way to 100, but I am here to celebrate as I hope you are as well. So I wanted to do something a little bit different and special at the same time for this episode because something just feels special about the number 100. I don't know if it just sounds cool. I don't know if it's the three digits instead of two but it feels special. As I was trying to figure out what the heck to do, I kind of started to think about how I created this podcast for you, for you the listener, for you the Yours Julie community, and since this show is for all of you, why not use this 100th episode as an opportunity to celebrate this community that we have built over the past a little over two years now. So we're going to do a couple of different things throughout this celebratory episode. First thing is I'm going to be featuring some words of wisdom from the members of our Facebook community. I'll also be sharing a few of my favorite episodes that I have recorded with some special guests up until this date. So if you're a new listener, take out your pen and paper. If anybody still does that anymore, if not, whip out your device and type these recommendations for these episodes onto a note section on your phone. And of course, you'll have the opportunity as well, this is super exciting, but to hear from some of my graduated clients on what their intuitive eating journeys have taught them. So again, wanted to use this episode as a celebration to highlight the community and so many of the wonderful individuals that I've gotten the chance to know, not only through podcasting, but also through the two plus years of being in business here at Yours Truly Nutrition. And I also know that last week on my episode with Ashley Kitchens, episode 99, 
go back and listen to that if you're wondering how eating vegetables incorporates or fits in with intuitive eating. So fun episode if you missed it. But on the intro to that episode, I announced a little impromptu 100th episode giveaway. So I will be announcing the winner to that giveaway or the winner of the giveaway. Maybe would be a better way to say that at the end of this episode. So hang with me if you're thinking you might have won some your Chuli stickers, some merch, because I will be announcing the winner at the end. Whew. To be honest, I am out of breath just sharing with you <laughs> the agenda for today's episode, so we got a lot in store, but let's go ahead and dive in. As you may know, if you are a regular listener here on the podcast, one of the first things that I do on every show, I think I started doing this maybe around episode... 30 or 40. We've been doing it for quite a while now, but I like to feature a post from a member of our free private Facebook community that goes by the name of the Yours Truly Goal Slayers. So if you're not new to the show, you've likely heard me explain that this community is filled with my past clients, my current clients, and also many individuals who want to learn more about intuitive eating and gain community support and help support others as they navigate the breaking free from dieting process and all that's connected there. So I typically, again, feature a post at the beginning of every episode, but in order to do something a little bit different and a little bit special for this episode, I actually posted a question in the Facebook community a couple of weeks ago now asking them that, you know, I was working on this project. It's a secret, not a secret anymore because here we are sharing, but I asked them, what is something that you have learned from your intuitive eating journey so far? Or what is the one thing that you feel has been the most valuable lesson or thing that you're working on or trying to internalize? And I have to say the community showed up, the community came through. I probably had between 40 and 50 comments of people sharing and people supporting each other and people saying, oh my gosh, you know, that really resonates with me or I've learned that as well. So although it would be exciting for me to read the 40, 50 plus comments. I don't want to run out of air and I don't want to totally exhaust my voice. So what I have done is I've gone through and gathered, I don't know how many do I have here? Maybe like six to eight, somewhere in there. Some of them were pretty common themes that I heard and I I do hear a lot. So I want to share those. Some of them were kind of unique and I'm sharing these in hopes that maybe some of our community members are listening, they're gonna hear the shout out, or maybe also if you're new around here or even if you're not, you can hear how intuitive eating is really a process and a journey that is unique and individual to the person. And it's so cool to hear how many different things and you know different takeaways that we all have from this journey and from this process of healing our relationship with food and self. First one that I would like to share is, and all these are quotes, I did not change any of these, I wanted to have them completely raw and from the community. So first one is, your worth is not tied to a number on the scale or the size of clothing that you wear. Second one, that this is not a linear journey. The line from where you are to intuitive eating is often very, very squiggly and it has lots of ups and downs. Also, as you learn and grow, it can become, quote, harder before it becomes easier. 
Number three, the diet never starts on Monday. I love that one. Short, simple, to the point, but very true. Fourth one, BMI was created in 1832 by an astronomer and a statistician based off of only white European males. It was never meant to be applied to individuals just to find the average person and calculate the weight of a population. Therefore, using it to fat shame people is BS. Couldn't agree more with number four. And if you're wanting more on the background and the history of BMI, be sure to check out one of our recent episodes. Episode 98 was a Q&A episode. I believe one of the last questions there, I went more in depth on the history and the why behind that and why that person is very valid in saying it is not a helpful tool to determine the health of an individual. And also a resource or a book that I referenced in that episode but I'll just bring in here as Anti-Diet by Christy Harrison if you want even more in-depth on this topic, on the history behind it, and a lot of the other stuff behind diet culture as well. Number five, how much of my stress and anxiety was caused because I was trying and failing to follow so many rules because of diet culture? I have found peace and joy around food again. I think this next one is number six. I'm kind of losing track, but I think it's number six. Intuitive eating has taught me that I can trust myself without the aid and restriction of certain teachers, apps, points, or containers, or any other form of counting or measuring. It's quite the wonderful feeling of freedom from the food police. And number seven, or the final one that I wanna share, is I am the first and the last person to speak into my life every single day. Speak love to yourself, heart emoji. So I wanna offer a big shout out to all of the almost 700 members of our Yours Truly Goal Slaying Facebook community. When I started the podcast all the way back on episode one, it was around the same time that I started that community at zero members. So the fact that we've grown to 700 and every single day I see people posting and asking questions and other people coming to say, you're not alone or here's a tip or here's something that helped me is so exciting to see that this is really a a safe and a brave space for people who want to learn and share and gain connection to a community, even when you might not have that community there in the flesh in front of you. But Shout out to social media for allowing us to do that. So if you are new to the podcast of episode 100 is the first one that you're tuning into, I always like to extend an opportunity or an invitation for you, my dear listener, to come and join us in the free private Facebook community if you are not already hanging out with us there. So the community is free, like I have been mentioning, but there is an application that I need you to fill out prior to joining so you get to understand the community, how we run things, some certain guidelines that we have to keep this space the best for everyone involved. So to find that application, you can do it in one of two ways. First is visiting my website, clairetuning.com community. Again, that is clairetuning.com community. And the other way that you can find that application on the exact same webpage is by finding me on the gram or on TikTok. 
both of those places at Claire Tuning, clicking the drop down menu in my bio and you will see a button to press that will take you immediately to the application for the community. So I hope to see you there if you're not already hanging out with us. Now on our celebratory 100th episode, should I do my transition music? I think I should. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I've definitely been doing that since episode one because I still do not know how to work the soundboard and insert fancy sounds. If anybody knows how to do that and you can help assist out, let me know. <laughs> I keep it very basic here, use my vocals for all of the fun transitions. But I'd love to share some of my favorite episodes to date that I have recorded here on the podcast. So I should preface this by saying I enjoy every episode that I record with every guest that I bring onto the show. I am so grateful that fellow friends and practitioners, dietitians, therapists, activists, all of these individuals share some of their time and some of their thoughts to come onto the podcast and be here with all of us. So grateful for everyone who I've had the chance to connect with over the past two years and a couple of months, but I went back through all of the episodes and took a little stroll down memory lane to come up with a list of some super amazing, awesome episodes. All of them are great, but if you're looking for kind of like the highlight reel of what intuitive eating is about, some really awesome voices in the community, and some of the episodes with what I thought were some of the most actionable tips and items for our listeners to take away and implement, here they are. First of all, going back to episode 59 with my friend and fellow dietitian Alicia Brown, the title of that episode was From Weight Focused to Weight Neutral. So in that episode, Alicia and I talk about her transition as a dietitian from practicing through a very weight normative or a weight loss focused lens and then really learning more about intuitive eating herself in her personal life through her own disordered eating recovery and now how she helps clients through the intuitive eating lens and through the health at every size lens as well. So definitely check that episode out. Check Alicia out on social media as well. I believe her handle is just her name. Alicia Brown might have RDN in there as well. And she also just had an adorable baby girl. So even if you don't want intuitive eating content, <laughs> go check out Alicia for really cute, just baby love videos and photos and all all of that feel good stuff as well. Next one, episode 72 with Christina Johnson. That's Christina with a Y. And that episode was titled, Don't Interrogate Your Cravings. I love this episode because I get so many questions about cravings. What do I do if I crave this? Or what do I do if the only food I crave is maybe something that I used to restrict or a food that I'm afraid of? What if kind of the floodgates open and all I want to eat is this certain food when I become an intuitive eater? What do I do about that, Claire? So that episode is really incredible if you're looking for some explanation around why cravings are normal, why they can feel a little bit more intense or more chaotic, especially in the beginning stages of your intuitive eating journey. And Christina also offers a lot of tips and suggestions on ways to manage your cravings, ways to speak to yourself kindly about them. So we're not always shying away from them and we're not interrogating them, as she says. 
next episode 76 and episode 94 so 76 was with heather rudelavage I'm super impressed that I remembered how to pronounce her name correctly. <laughs> Heather, if you're listening, uh, I hope you're proud of me too. <laughs> but Heather Rudelavage and episode 97 with Carly Metcalf and Megan Joe Olson. So I'm kind of grouping these episodes together because both of these episodes talk about health at every size or haze what we mean when we say that, what the movement is all about, where it comes from, how we can't really have an intuitive eating approach without also seeing things through a health at every size or a haze focus lens. So episode 76 with Heather and 94 with Carly and Joe are both really helpful if you're looking to understand more about haze. Final two here, episode 84 with my good friend Brie Campos or Brianna Campos. That title or that episode rather was titled All About Body Image. So something that we can't really escape as part of this intuitive eating process is when we're mending our relationship with food that is inextricably linked or tied to our relationship with our body. And Brie, I love her so much. She is so fun and so knowledge-filled to be able to listen to. I actually took a training or a live Q&A with her this past weekend and I left with like 7,000 pages of notes and things to think about and unpack and things that I wanna implement. So if you have questions about body image, how to work towards caring for your here and now body, highly recommend checking out episode 84 with Brie. And you can also check out her social media and her own podcast as well. And last one that I would like to highlight here is episode 89 with Victoria Wellsby. That episode was titled, How Does Fat Phobia Interfere with Intuitive Eating? So that episode is a really awesome conversation between Victoria and myself unpacking what is fat phobia? How does it surface in our lives? How can it get in the way of our intuitive eating journey? And again, she offers lots of tactical strategies, ways to reframe, ways to start undoing the training that we have received throughout our diet culture and just our culture and society as a whole throughout the years. So I'm going to pause and take a breath got so excited telling you all about all of the amazing episodes that we have here, but I actually get a lot of DMs and questions saying, where should I start with the podcast? There are so many episodes, I feel kind of overwhelmed. So my short answer is all episodes can be something that might be helpful for you in your journey where you are, but if you're looking for that highlight reel or some recommendations of some episodes to start with, there you go. Now, final part in our celebratory 100th episode. I shared at the beginning of this episode in my intro that at the end, you were gonna hear from some of my past clients or from some of my graduated clients, as I call them, on some of the things that they've learned or that they most took away from our one-on-one -on -one time together and you know from their intuitive eating journeys as a whole. 
So if you've listened to any of the client spotlight episodes that I have here on the podcast, I believe didn't count exactly how many I have, but I think there's probably between seven to nine of them out there in our hundred episodes. But whenever a client graduates from my program, I will often ask them if they are open and willing to sharing a little bit of their story, some lessons learned, some things that they wish they would have known coming into this process. So they might be able to help or inspire someone who is standing metaphorically, of course, in the same shoes that they were when they first heard of intuitive eating or jumped into this journey. I always say, I can sit here and talk about intuitive eating until I'm blue in the face, as you likely know, or else I wouldn't have a hundred podcast episodes, but I think it is so powerful to hear from other voices, to center other people's lived experiences. So we get a full, well-rounded picture that intuitive eating really is for everybody and every body, quite literally. So I'm going to leave the rest of this episode to them. I think there's about four or five here that I want to share or feature throughout the rest of our episode. And you won't hear me speaking in any of these, but the question that I prompted or asked them all was the exact same. I simply asked them, what is one of the biggest things, lessons, takeaways that you have so far that you've learned from your intuitive eating journey? So without further ado, here they are. Enjoy. Ah, I got to condense it to like one, man. Um, I think probably at this point, looking back, <clears throat> I guess maybe twofold. Mm-hmm. One was learning that it was okay to question those food rules that I had. Um, you know, trying to figure out, okay, what, what is it behind those rules and those restrictions? Why, do, why are they so have, have so much of a stronghold, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then I think the other one was really learning to kind of honor my hunger mm-hmm. and not just, I'm a snacker. Most of the time I'd rather just snack and snack instead yeah. of, you know, eat like a big meal. Mm-hmm. Um, and really paying attention, you know, to what my body was saying, okay, am I really hungry or am I bored or, you know, what, is going on. And I think once I was able to get more in tune to that and kind of look at it and stop and think for a minute, mm-hmm. it really started kind of clicking. Yeah. And it was at that point and I was like, okay, well, cool. I can eat whatever I want. My body knows what to do with it. You know, think about when you were a kid, like we've talked about before, Yeah, you're you don't sit here and think, okay, I need this many carbs, this many grams of protein, this much fats. You eat what you want. And when you're full, you stop and you go about your business and that it is what it is. And I think being able to get back more to that basic element gave me that freedom that I was looking for. That's hard. So like Claire said, there's, there's probably, there actually, there is a lot. Um, but I think that the one that most people could probably relate to is that I don't stress out about social events. And like, I think if you come from the past that I come from, you'd understand what I mean. That like, when you come from like a calorie counting or a macro tracking past and like a restrictive past, it's, oh, it's Friday night, I'm going out with my friends. Like, how am I going to compensate for it? Like, during the day, like, what am I going to like, I'm going to have a smaller snack. I'm like, 
going to not add something to my lunch and that way I have more to spend, you know, when I go out with my friends or, oh my gosh, it's my birthday. Like I'm going to have cake today. Like, how do I deal with this? Or it's my, like for me, it was my graduation. How, how am I going to deal with this? And like now those thoughts might cross my mind, but I don't act on them. And they're a lot easier to suppress. It's more just like, wow, it's normal to celebrate something as big as graduating or it's normal to have like a nice Christmas dinner with your family and not have to sit there and think about like, oh, they added like all this extra fat to this and there's more fat in this and more carbs and blah, 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 blah. And oh, there's cookies. And like, and, and even the other day when we went out for graduation dinner, like I got an unexpected dessert that like the waitress just decided to like give us for free. And before that would have just thrown me off track and like, I, I would have ruined the whole night for me. And like now it's like, okay, I'm able to have a couple bites and I'm able to enjoy it and I'm able to move on with my life and just enjoy time with family. Like, I guess what I'm trying to say is that my brain isn't so caught up in the food um, as much anymore. Now I have so much more mental space to be able to give to other people and like to give my attention to actually being in the moment and enjoying everything else that's going on besides food because life, although food is important, like life is way more important than trying to figure out how you're going to compensate for surprise churro and ice cream I don't think about food I just don't I mean I wake up and I'm hungry and I eat and then I move on and then it's time to eat because my body's hungry and I feel hungry and I eat and then I move on and the thoughts of like thinking about food or dieting or all of those different thoughts I thought for so long um they were all in my head for all day long. Or I would weigh myself and see a number that I didn't like. And then that I was obsessed about that all day long. Um, so I, I just don't think about those things and going through this process with you, like literally listening to your hunger cues, like number one, like I hadn't even learned how to know when I was hungry. I mean, I did as a baby, obviously at some point I stopped doing that. And, um, I didn't know that I could relearn. Like, I didn't know what it felt like to be hungry. Cause I thought it meant like a gut wrenching stomach ache. Like you had to feel so starving, but like, it could really just be a headache or you could be irritable or you could just be thinking about food. Like there's lots of things that could, you know, like there, it's just, it's so elementary. It seems like at first, but these are all things that this, I couldn't be where I am now without going through this entire process. There's no way that you can just jump from like cereal dieter for 20 plus years to like, I don't think about food. <laughs> there are things that seem little sometimes at the time. And then as they play out, like you realize how enormous that, that understanding was. Um, I know recently I shared uh, um, something about like the diet industry doesn't own fruits and vegetables. And that was, that's a huge part. So if I had to look back, it's, and we've talked about drinking seltzer water, things like that, and how so many foods become associated with diet culture that you, you don't even know if you enjoy them as much as you think you do, or maybe you enjoy them more, but you have it tied to this other part of your life where you were restricting or you were uh, punishing yourself. So I ate something, so now I'm punished by eating carrot sticks or something. Um, so the ability to eat food good food, diet food, whatever, without giving it those name associations has been a really big deal to me that I can drink fizzy water, that I can eat a salad and not feel like it's because I should eat that. Um, and that I, I am entitled to those things just because I am as entitled as anyone else, not because I have to 
earn it or I have, I have, I've gone out and I've done these things. So now I can have this. No. So. My friend, it's Claire here back again. If you didn't recognize the voice, but that is all I have for you on today's celebratory 100th episode of the Yours Truly podcast. So we're going to get to announcing our giveaway winner here in a moment, but just want to send one more thank you to you for sharing any time with me here on the podcast, whether it was just today or a hundred or I guess 99 episodes before. Thank you so much for being a part of this community. I wouldn't do this if it weren't for you on the other end of your device listening wherever you might be. If you want to learn more information about the show, get our whole list of episodes and not have to view it in like the iTunes way or the Spotify way, you can visit my website clairetuning.com at the top or at the menu bar there's a place where you can select podcast you can look at the fun merchandise that we have we have stickers and t-shirts all with the food freedom intuitive eating message if you want to live it and rep it at the same time there's also information there about how you can work with me and about my one-on-one coaching offerings if you are interested in learning more there but again thank you for being here as always like I say on any of our episodes. If you love what you hear here on the podcast, the best way that you can say thank you and pay it forward so more people can find the show who can benefit from our message is by hyping us up on whatever platform that you are listening to the show on. So tapping that five-star rating, leaving us a review again on any platform that you're listening on. I so appreciate you and anyone as well who takes the time to share their thoughts and offer any feedback. But Final thing that we have to do before we sign off yours, Julie Claire, we have to announce our giveaway winner. So little recap, I offered this impromptu giveaway on the intro of last week's episode saying if you leave a review, a five-star rating of the show between then and now, so it was only open for a week's period of time, but hey, if you want to leave a review just because like I said a couple moments ago, would be very grateful, but I was incentivizing um, individuals to leave reviews over the past week, and the winner here that I'm going to draw is going to win a free multi-pack of the Yours Chuli stickers. So, drum roll please. And yes, I have randomly drawn our winner. So, uh, drum roll please, our winner is sailor girl 2011 congratulations you are our lucky winner her review was titled new listener already loving five stars she writes i found claire on social media and i just realized that she has a podcast too i'm loving it so far and can't wait to dig into the whole catalog two thumbs up emojis so congratulations sailor girl 2011 how exciting that a new listener has won our giveaway so thank you to her and to everyone else who took the time to leave a five-star rating and a review in sailor girl 2011 please be sure 
sure when you're hearing that you are the winner to send me a message on social media letting me know that you're from the podcast, that you won the giveaway, and I will gladly send that multi-pack of stickers your way. But that is all that I have for our 100th episode of the show. Thank you again for being here, and we will be back next Wednesday as we always are with a new episode of the Yours Truly podcast. So that's all for today. We are signing off. Yours truly, Claire.